with Annie and Holly. Thanks Holes. So we've decided we wanted to do a hobby so thought why not try and record a podcast. Join us each week where you can follow our lives in the desert. Whether you're off for a walk, chilling with a glass of wine or wanting to have some girly company, we will keep you company. So Holly how are you? It's nearly the end of January. How's the resolutions going? It's going quick January. Feels like I went to bed and then woke up and to know it's nearly February. <laughs> um, New Year's resolutions. This is the first year I have actually decided to stick to them and make them. I say every year I'm going to do it, but this year I've really, really stuck to it. So my main thing was fitness. I turned 30 this year and I made the decision to sign up to F45. Well They've done. Yeah, they've just opened up a new branch on the palm and I absolutely love it. I have a love-hate relationship with fitness classes. I like something quick, easy. I don't get judged at how crap my coordination is. <laughs> I do that every morning. I wake up at 5am and I go. I start my class at 6 and then go, I go for a nice walk, have a cup of coffee and start the day. You know, in January, everyone gets on the fitness hype, don't they? Is it going to last? 100%. This has, like, changed my my mindset. I actually went out for dinner last week and... I over a I didn't I didn't wake up for my class I was a bit naughty uh, but they didn't judge me but I the following day I felt awful I really really saw a difference in my mood my performance throughout the day and it's just completely changed my routine I've, I've become an early bird instead of a night owl now Holly, which is amazing is that no Holly you're the one that's awake <laughs> till 1am so we used to have this joke didn't we that I was Cinderella because I couldn't stay out past 10 because I'd turn into a pumpkin and now it's you sleep at the dinner table yeah (laughs) now it's me I actually look at like when I'm invited to things if they book a table reservation for like 8 30 I'm like oh I don't want to go don't want to go I'm meant to be in bed (laughs) an hour later (laughs) you know though waking up early and I have done it for about a year now. I I remember starting last January and getting up about 5am and there's something so nice when you feel like you've accomplished so much before like 8am and it makes you so much more productive throughout the day. You're so much more alert. It's getting into the routine of it and I do think living in Dubai is so much easier because you're waking up, it's not cold, it's not wet. I mean, it's still dark, but at least you know you're getting in the car and you're not having to defrost your, your windscreen or um, you know, put a coat on. So well done. Um, and what's your other resolutions? Well, this is going to shock you, Annie. This is going to shock you. So I have quit vaping, <gasps> as awful as that sounds. Um, but in Dubai, uh, most people do vape. You know, most people go to a shisha lounge or something like that. And this, I found it extremely hard to give up. Um, I didn't realise how addicted I was to it. I think the issue was I was smoking, as disgusting as it sounds. I was smoking it in, in my flat in my apartment because it doesn't smell and I was just walking around puffing away (laughs) um, and I didn't realize how much it became my third arm so giving up this little device 
um, this little vaping habit I had, turned me into a little gremlin. I don't know how my boyfriend didn't throw me off the balcony. <laughs> yeah, but I've done it. Tail. I mean, with vaping, I don't vape, but I used to smoke like years and years ago. But I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but surely giving up vaping is a bit harder because the habit of, I mean, I don't think you're the only one that does it in their apartment. Um, my fiance, he smokes all the time and like vaping and I always tell him off, I'm like, I'm asthmatic, you can't do this. Um, <laughs> Pulling that um, old chestnut. <laughs> so how's it going? It's going good. I think it shows you how much an addiction is based on habit. So I find that when I go out to social events, say for instance, if I, if I you know, have like a glass of wine or something like that, I would be like, oh, I could have one now. I could have like a little vape. It's it's mainly for me, it was just the flavours, mm. for the type of flavours which come in um, and how easy it is and soothing it was. And I find um, like when I was doing, if I had to make a phone call or something like that, I would just be like, oh, I'll just puff on my vapes. But without having that there, I'm just kind of twiddling my thumbs. But it's been three and a half weeks now, coming on to four weeks and... I believe I'm doing so much better to the point where it was hard the first week to the point where I was like, I'm never doing this again because I didn't realise how much I had a habit of of reaching for it and having it on me. So they're in the bin and good riddance. Well done. I'm so proud. And you know, the statistics in the UK say that New Year's resolutions, the average time of breaking a New Year's resolution was last weekend, and that is around the 15th and 16th of January. So you're beating the stats, Holly. I've done it. I've done it. I've I've proved them all wrong. (laughs) (laughs) What about you? Tell me about your New Year's resolutions. Okay, so I am a bit weird because I do monthly resolutions rather than a (laughs) one for the year. So every month I give myself like three or four resolutions. Now you might think that's a bit much. I was going to say, Annie, I didn't want to cut you off, but I I don't know how you have the time to do these. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll give you an example for one of my resolutions in January. And one of them was to take the Christmas decorations down. (laughs) (laughs) But that's a given. You're never going to leave them up throughout, throughout the whole year. Who yeah, needs them up till next Christmas? <laughs> it's more of a to-do list rather than a resolution. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm not knocking your confidence here, Annie. I'm not being a good friend. I'll let you finish. What's the other one? Fill up the car so, with petrol. <laughs> do the food shop. Um, no, in all seriousness, I do do little ones each month, like mini ones, just um, as like personal achievements. So, you know, like I'm doing a qualification at the moment, so I'll put something in there for that. Um, and then I think um, I am getting married this year so my thing is fitness Mm. and shredding for the wedding shredding for the wedding Mm. I'm shredding for your wedding that's why I'm going to (laughs) oh god so I'm doing dry jan and I'm yet to have a glass of alcohol and it's been since the first of jan so I'm now 18 days in bloody we sound like we're we're in a rehab session here Annie (laughs) The way I talk about vaping and the way you talk about dry jan. Good for you, though. That's a long amount of time. And that is where the calories get you, is drinking. Absolutely. And do you know what? I feel so good. I actually, 
I'm waking up before my 5am alarm. I mean, who am I? Very, very keen, very boring. Uh, <laughs> trying, actually, I've been, I've counted, I've done seven social events since the first. So that's in two weeks or three weeks. And I, they are getting easier. But you know what? It's the stigma, isn't it? Like, why are you not having a drink? You get peer pressured. You know, um, a lot of a lot of friends sometimes just put like sparkling water mm. and lemon ice, something like that. And it, from a distance, it could look like a vodka soda or something like that. But you didn't crack any. That's really good. Seven social events. Was one of them a brunch? Yeah. Oh, and it's difficult. Like the brunches, it was amazing. And I was up dancing. I was trying to be fun. <laughs> were you, were you, well, I wouldn't even know what my dance moves are like without having a drink I mean how funny are our like you know when you've had a drink you just feel really like oh I can do this I can move Whereas... I think I'm bloody Beyonce that's the problem <laughs> God knows what I look like sober <laughs> when I'm drunk I don't think I am I'm like I am Beyonce <laughs> move out the way <laughs> um no so I did do a brunch and it was fine but I just had to go home afterwards like conversations were being repe- like repeated and yeah you kind of just think I've got to go now but you, you know realize what it's how going well and yeah. um I'm just going to keep it up for as long as I can really good for you because it will help with your wedding diet but it must help with savings because I remember when I done, I think it was dry January before, last year, and I saved an absolute fortune. Yeah. Like, when mm. the bill comes, you start to think that something is is wrong. Like, they've missed stuff off. You can't believe just how cheap it is to go out without when the alcohol's removed. Yeah, no, that is true. And I think um, it is... I am saving... But I think I'm then spending it on different things. Do you know what I mean? I'm, oh, I better go and get my lashes done again, even though I only got them done 10 days ago because, you know, I can just do that. I don't know, it just changes your outlook a little bit because at the weekends, you know, I wouldn't necessarily... I'm always one of those people when I'm hungover, I want to get up, get out because honestly, girls, you feel so much better if you do that. If you sit in your bed and just wallow and order pizza you're not you're going to feel like that pizza you're not going to feel great you need to get up it's and get out completely agree with you I know um two of our friends have um two kids and they said years ago we used to think that we get hangovers but now with two children they have no choice they can't sit in the sofa they can't just sit in bed all day they have to get mm. up they have to do something and they say about 2 2 hours into it it's com- you're completely fine it yeah. is purely your mindset it's crazy why you think you need to do that i do love a sofa day don't get me wrong but you just need to kind of rip the band-aid off the best thing i've done actually for my weekends is get privily that is as as crazy as it sounds because every weekend I go on the app and I just check what to do, what beach club can you go to, etc. That is the best thing for me to get out of the house because it's free. Obviously, it's not the app's not free. I can just go to any pool, any any beach club, and I can stay there for two hours, three hours, five hours, as as long as I want. It's the best thing when you've got nothing in your calendar, if that makes sense. Because you can even go by yourself. Yeah, and just for our listeners, Privily is um, a lifestyle app, isn't it, where you pay a membership and you've got access to certain beaches, pools, restaurants, gyms and everything. Yes. But 
completely agree, Holly. We ha- we got privileged together, didn't we? Your yeah. partner basically persuaded us. Best thing we've ever, ever spent <laughs> our money on. This is expiring. On. We've all got it. <laughs> we've all got it. And he says it's expiring. Um, no, it's the best thing. And I'm gutted that F45's not on it. But oh, we've been to a few beach, good beach clubs on it. Yeah, and you know what with Privily as well is, like you said, especially in dry Jan where you can go, you can wake up, you know you're going to be fresh, let's go to the beach or let's go for a pool day. Where's some of your favourites? Waldorf Astoria is mm. is my favourite. I love the fact that they have an adults and children's pool completely separated. I love the, the beach gets sun all day round, even the pool. There's no shade Service is great, food is great, and also I think you get about 40% or 30% off the bill if you have the app. And it's just a really, really nice, relaxing hotel, actually. I'm going there this weekend, so I will keep you posted. I hope it's still good. Oh, how lovely. Yeah, no, I'm, um, I do really like that one. And um, Anantara, I love that. Going there and just sitting on the beach in the sun. But I don't know about you, I never get tanned in Dubai I hardly ever get a colour I know this time of year is strange because it's obviously mid-20s like degree wise but do you ever get tanned in Dubai well I did one time when I decided to cake myself in baby oil (laughs) and cook myself in the sun it was more along the lines of just red raw but I have been told and I've ordered it it's called the fox tan Oh, yes. It's from Australia and everyone raves about it. It basically, you're actually meant to apply it. So say, for instance, if you've got a pool day on Friday, you're actually meant to, God knows what's in this thing, um, but you're meant to apply it about four to five days before you go, you tan. You don't put it on when you're tanning. It's you, you use it as a moisturiser and then you just build it up. And then when you sit in the sun... It just literally absorbs your tan and you just look like a golden goddess. You're telling me this on a Wednesday, Holly. I'm going to the pool on Saturday. (laughs) Better late than ever. (laughs) Let me be the guinea pig first. Yeah, I'll let you be. And do you shower? You allowed to shower? (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) I think my partner will be very concerned. (laughs) Steer clear of you. Um... So what have you got social plans this year? Feeling 2022, what's going on? Well, this year is going to be a fantastic year. I, I, touch wood. But touch I know I say, this, I, I, say, I say this every year, but I honestly believe this is going to be the year. It's basically, I have five weddings <gasps> planned this year. Can you believe it? Two years worth of weddings crammed into one. Um, and can I just say, one of them is yours. The yeah. countdown is on, Annie. I'm so excited. So anyone who's listening, Annie is planning the wedding of the year. Um, Don't let your other be... guests hear that. You know, your other weddings that you've been invited to. <laughs> God, I'll be on the kids' table, won't I? <laughs> you won't be invited, soup. babe. Be withdrawn. <laughs> you made the cut. I know. I'll, I'll rock up. You're not on the guest list. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so you're going to... You're getting married in Marbella. Yeah. I'm so excited. You know what? The countdown's on. It's the 19th of Jan and I'm getting married on the 4th of June. And I feel like that's why I feel so determined as well with 
shredding for the wedding and the you know the dry jan and the eating healthy and stuff going to the gym yeah. five times a week like I'm really dedicated but it's come round I've been in, I've been engaged now since 2019 and obviously with COVID yeah, and stuff had... and I'm sure there's so many other exactly. brides that might be listening that are exactly the same but just honestly like stick with it persevere and it will be worth it I'm sure I'll let you know on June the 5th <laughs> <laughs> no it will be it will be have you got your countdown on your Emirates app of like how many days to go to your wedding oh that's Ooh. what gets me so excited like when the flight it counts down oh I know um, what you th- mean yeah no I haven't got that yet but um yeah, I just feel really like excited to have all my family and friends in one place. Like it just hasn't hit me and I love planning. Like I'm an organizer, I love it. Um You're my PA. and I just love yeah, like I I always say to my partner, like, we've got to do this, we've got to do that. And he's like, Why do we need, I don't know, like white fans? You know, the handheld fans. Well, because people are gonna be hot and we need them to fan themselves. Why do we need this and why do we need that you know like just don't ask questions just sign and approve and give me a card <laughs> <laughs> that's how it should be that's how it should. oh my god how exciting see you, the thing is with you annie i know that you kind of focus on the little details and you think about those things so this is why i am i am there's no favoritism but i am super excited to be a wedding oh um, thanks house yeah yeah i'm even prepping for it just figuring out what to wear it's so hard to get a wet. Okay, you can talk about a wedding dress. That's a different. Uh, I will go. We'll go there next. But it is so hard to find a suitable outfit for a wedding. I've as crazy as it sounds. These five weddings I'm going to, I cannot find like the correct outfits because I find like you don't want to be. You can't wear like a. I call it a clubbing brunch dress. You can't wear something like that. But the majority of my plans, you know, I've got one in Cape Town, one in Marbella, one in Jordan, one in Barbados. Like, they're all hot beach-styled holidays. So Mm. you need to be a bit conservative, a bit sleek, stylish, but not too too sexy, if that makes sense. Yeah, I know what you mean. You kind of, yeah, you've got to be a bit conservative, but you want to look unreal and you want to feel amazing and you want it to be a bit floaty for the food and you want it to like tick all the boxes maybe you just need to go to satwa get them made in like five different colors <laughs> satwa is the best place i used to do that i i had a favorite dress as crazy as it sounds i think it was from river island and i took it in and i was like please copy this and they copied it to a t and i think it cost about 90 dirhams annie for the for each so dress good. it well, was unbelievable I always got told it was really cheap. And for the listeners who don't know what Satwa is, it's an area in Dubai. Um, and I'm sure there's so much more we can talk about what is there in Satwa. But you can go there and Rabbies. you can get... <laughs> <laughs> Which is a restaurant. And you can go there and obviously get things made and, um, and whatever. But I went there on the view. It's really, really cheap. Go down, get things made. So I go and meet the dressmaker, really, really nice guy. Oh no, first of all, I turn up and apparently on Fridays it like opens at 6pm. What other shop does that? But anyway, that's a different story. And then he tells me how much material I need. So I go into the material shop and I'm like, oh, look at these. Like there's some amazing prints, like some really cool silks and all these different textiles, isn't there? And I'm cutting all this fabric and oh, I'll have that as a skirt, that as a dress, that as a top, or we can do this. Anyway, go to the till. I don't know if I was completely (laughs) 
They I, saw you coming. Did they they did. see you coming. And I mean, I did buy <laughs> a lot. And he was like, that's 1,100 dirhams, which is what, 220 quid or whatever, and uh, 220 pounds in England. Yeah, what did you buy? And I was like, oh, I thought it was really cheap. I mean, I got about 11 dresses made. So when I worked out what it was <laughs> per dress, but uh, I was thinking, oh, I thought, because I just assumed it was. And it wasn't like expensive. And you know what? I love the dresses that they make. And you can go in and you can get it altered and made to your size. So And no one else is going to have that dress. And that's the thing when you go to weddings, kind of avoid Zara and places like that because you're going to wear the same dress as someone else if you go to yeah. the high street places, aren't you? Agreed, agreed. And I'm actually going, I haven't started my research yet, but there's a few companies in Dubai where you can rent dresses. Mm. Which I was thinking, you know, I haven't got any space in my wardrobe. And it's good. I didn't even think of Satwar, actually. I could go to Satwar and get something mm. made. Um, I have got a, a wedding in the UK and the bride is Indian. So we will be wearing oh traditional God. dress. So I was thinking of going to Satwar to get that outfit. But for the others, I could get some nice dresses made. But I was actually going to do some research. Um, and I'll let you know how I get on Please um, do. about renting dresses because it's brilliant if it's like 200 to 500 dooms have it for a week and then give it back and it's kind of out of your life because when are you going to wear the dress again also um, what's the word when you're being you're being ec- ec- what is it when you're being like you're being eco-friendly that's not the word but that's what I mean do you know um, what I mean yes I do <laughs> I do economising yeah, you're you're doing that. You're being green. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh dear. Do not fit for the planet. Oh my god! Imagine if we, yeah. Anyway, um, so tell me about your wedding dress. Okay, how's it I'm going? Getting, we haven't caught up about it. We get. I'm getting it made. So in the UK, I went and tried dresses on with my mum. Really excited. Um, and every dress I put on, I was like. Mm, I like it, but I want this changed or I want this changed and whatever. And then she said, well, why don't you get it made in Dubai? Because as I'm getting married in Marbella and, you know, people coming from the UK and I'll be flying from the UK, the logistics, I've made it very difficult for myself. But I've got this fantastic lady um, who's a dress designer here and... um, yeah I'm getting it made so as a joke the first dress I tried on my mum and sister pulled it out and was like as a joke put that on and we were all like oh was this in the UK or did you try did did you try dresses on in Dubai I didn't try the one in Dubai I just went to the UK because I wanted my mum and my sister to be there and um yeah so I tried this dress on as a joke in the UK and the and then my mum and sister were like oh oh it's really nice (laughs) So basically, it's always my... the one you never think of. I used to work in a wedding shop as like mm-hmm. a Saturday job when I was younger, and that is one advice I would tell any brides: it's always, always the dress you would never ever think of wearing that you end up purchasing. Personally, what I saw, mm-hmm. you've just got to go so open-minded. But you're in, you, you're actually designing your own dress, which you're actually the first person I know who is making and designing a dress. It's exciting. You've got to think really differently. Like if there is any brides to be listening, 
definitely try dresses on because it's such an amazing experience but if you want to get it made you have to get it made inside out so you get the corset and all the body made first and then you make the outside so whereas when you're in a wedding shop you go and just put the dress on and then it's done then it's you can see the finished product but this I'm doing it in the reverse order so I haven't seen the finished product and as I'm going along we're doing little things and I think everyone that knows me knows I've got pockets in my wedding dress because I literally was like, it's got pockets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. And how, like, do you mind me asking what stage it's at? Yeah, that so, must be quite nerve-wracking, actually, like, to not it, see it fully, but you're seeing it as it goes. Like, was there points where you were like, oh, it's not what I want, it's not what I want? Well, I don't feel like I'm at that stage yet. <laughs> Still a bit of a, I'm a bit of a mannequin, just like putting fabric on me. But um, yeah, like even the dressmaker, she's like, oh, do you want a train? So we've got a train at the moment and then we might cut it off. Um, so I'm, I mean, I love the material. We got to pick that. That's from Italy. And she gave me all these different options. So it's just a really fun experience. I mean, it's like you going to sat and making your dress, but just a bit different. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, was that one of the fabric which you got for like 1200? <laughs> no, thankfully it wasn't. But, um, <laughs> but yes. And then, um, when are you going to Barbados? July time fingers crossed we're going um but we're actually tying it we were looking at the route and you actually need to fly into Miami from Dubai that's the best amazing that's the best route to go um and because of um the awful c word covid um a lot of the internal flights and companies have shut down and they're not flying so Emirates fly direct to Miami and then Miami you go it's so much easier fly into Barbados. Um, so we're actually going to do a few days in Miami, which is brilliant. As you do. God, Holly, you travel so much. I'm so envious. And all these holidays. I know it's all weddings, but it's all holidays and it's all things to look forward to, isn't it? So you're going to have such a good 2022. But this, the, the, I must admit, I'm going to have an amazing 2022 because of the weddings. And one thing I do love is when I hear as selfish as it sounds when I hear about my friends getting married and it's not nice to say but I'm happy for them excited and we hear about it but I'm like where are you getting married where are you getting married (laughs) and it's like you always get the old ones where go like oh the UK and I'm like Christ's sake I'm like come on give give me a new location to go to so you reason why I'm excited for yours and Barbados things is I've actually I've never been to these places before so it's a good way kill two birds with one stone Exactly. I'll be going, where's Holly? Oh, she's off travelling today. Off on our, on our travels around Marbella. It's my, med- my wedding day. She's not going to turn up. <laughs> and Holly, whenever you go travelling, you always wear your rucksack, don't you? I've got a Dora Explorer rucksack. There's nothing wrong with it. It's been with me everywhere. Um, it's got all the pockets. It's the right amount of size. You can fit a water bottle in it. I can fit my mat, my compass, my binoculars. <laughs> Everything goes in there. <laughs> Dora Explorer. I know, I know. Well, Annie, I better jump off this podcast. Dinner's nearly ready. (laughs) We hope you guys tune in next week to find out why we moved to the beautiful sandpit and to follow our Dubai adventure. Please send us any requests you would like for us to discuss on our podcast to Annie and Holly at gmail.com.